Welcome to episode 30 of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. Hello everyone, I'm Hector and I'm here with my tag team partners, Raymond and Mark. Undertaker. <laughs> Undertaker. I'm sorry. No, I'm going to heard a loud beep. I'm kidding. Um, what's up, guys? <laughs> what's going on? What's going on? Uh, a lot of wrestling going on. That's what's going on. We had what? We had Fastlane. We had Roar. We had um, um, AEW's Dynamite. Uh, what was the title? Title Tuesday. Title Tuesday and um, NXT Mania. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Exactly. I I, I forgot that. I was, sometimes I forgot I was watching NXT. I was like, this is like a special Tuesday night of Raw or something. I don't know. Yeah, I felt that same thing. Like I like normally I go on YouTube to watch. This. I literally went on the USA app on my on my smart TV. Yeah. And watched from the beginning. Like I never did that for NXT. I just usually watch it like a day or two later on YouTube. So. Yeah. Okay. Yes, to mend something if, I, if I'm actually watching from beginning to end and not fast-forwarding. So um, before we get into all of that, there, there is breaking news. Um, CM Punk has been spotted in Orlando. Um, but calm Ooh. down, calm down, calm down. It has nothing to do with the Performance Center. He was at Universal Studios. So besides that, it's all good. Boo. <laughs> that, that's not breaking news. That's a, that's well, you know how people are going to run it. They were like, I saw him at Orlando Airport. Oh, my God, he's going to Performance Center. Nope. He was just checking up the the new horror event at Universal mm. Studios. Maybe he was meeting up with Undertaker. Uh, mm. There you go. Conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> that that's a secret meeting to Universal Studios. Hey, listen, Undertaker was in Orlando. Anyway, uh, so let's talk about um real quick uh, Fastlane. What do you guys thought about it? I thought it was a decent show. I felt like it was a overhyped Monday Night Raw, uh, but okay. it, was, it was good. I'm I'm with you there. Besides on Cody and Jay winning the, the tag team titles, I didn't really care for much. Well, you went into Fastlane, it had a very good start. Yes. Like, it was real, like a really hot start, and then it just kind of fizzled. You know, I didn't feel the same kind of reaction with the other matches. Like, I was just, like, I was just watching, and I'm like, it's all right. Like, I started going into my phone. <laughs> I started hitting up people, like just the chat, and I was, and then I started gambling. Yeah, you know, oh, like we do a shout out, shout out to uh, Caesars for a hundred and two dollar win for Mark this week, and, and gambling. Are you gambling? Uh, are you gambling on wrestling? Yeah, gamble on wrestling. The only gambling that that we can actually do is the Royal Rumble. When I do my Royal Rumble pool every yeah. year, Raymond has never experienced. I don't know if Hector, you never gone in my Rumble pool before, no, right? I I, I kind of do my my a friendly version of yours. Gotcha. Yeah, my, mine for those for our listeners here. Mine is for big money. Thirty dollars yeah. a spot for each rumble, and, and usually it's not winner take all. But like first place gets a lot, and then second place gets a decent amount. And then I usually give like a little uh, prize for like shortest in the match or something. Because like obviously, if you draw, you know, let me think of somebody random like Cedric Alexander. You know, you're not winning the match, but maybe if he's the shortest in the match, you might win a little fun prize. So. Yeah, yeah. Mark, oh, my, Mark, Mark is more like Las Vegas. I'm more like um, Belmont Racetrack. True. <laughs> <laughs> I fill it every year though, and people usually have like a waiting list every time too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like the tag team title switching. That gives Jay and um, Cody uh, a free pass to SmackDown now, especially now with Roman um, going to be there starting tomorrow. 
Um, let's talk about um, Jay Cargill's fancy non-wrestling outfit. Mm-hmm. I mean, that outfit, I that looked like she was ready to fight. <laughs> but that just seemed like that's just her, her everyday outfit just to hang out. It was either to fight or to go to a Beyonce concert. I'm not sure, but <laughs> we, we had a, a, a really fast appearance by her, and that's it. We never saw her again. It was exactly what it's called, Fastlane. She passed by, and we never saw her again. We got to see her real quick at NXT. Same thing. She just yeah, they happen at Fastlane and NXT. It's like it's the same. They, you just see her, and she's gone. And only in the parking lot. Yep. Only in the parking lot. <laughs> Always showing up like she's looking ready to compete. Looking fine as hell, by the way. Yeah. Oh, my God. Brad McDowell's a lucky man. But, um, you know, I they're just doing this as a tease. Keep showing on TV. People are going to a- antsy for her, for her debut. So I understand why they're doing it. I heard something from the great Brian or something that we're gonna, that's all we're going to get until WrestleMania. You think it would be that long? No. It okay. can't be. Okay. I'm just saying, when I heard that, I was like, no way. We're just gonna get teased all the way to WrestleMania, and that's gonna be her first match. But okay, no way on earth. Okay, just. I, I, know, I would lose interest. I would lose interest real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're only gonna see her hanging out in parking lots. Yeah, I think a lot of people are gonna lose interest, no matter how good looking she looks. <laughs> yeah. Um. Besides that, um, the last man standing match was pretty good. I just, I don't think none of us like the ending, but it is. Oh no, horrible. <laughs> No, no cash in, no title change at all. So I don't know. Shinsuke should have won. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I, Moving on. I believe so too. What well, um Raw? Anything to talk about Raw? Mommy, <laughs> My, mommy, mommy got her revenge and setting the standards for the women's division. She said she's. She did. She did more than that. She took charge of Judgment Day, and I don't, they say they don't have leaders, but she looked like a leader to me. Yeah, gotta love mommy. <laughs> Take charge. Anyway, go ahead. Moving on. Uh, um, I guess we could rewind for a minute. Are we gonna talk about the press conference? Yeet. <laughs> <laughs> they were both drunk. Yes, they were. I mean, can you blame them? They just won the tag team titles. No matter what you want to call wrestling, they won the tag team titles, and they were told they have to wait almost three and a half hours in the back or on your bus and hang out until we need you. They celebrated. See, I feel Jay. Something was up with Jay. I was listening to him. I'm like, bro, he's not saying like, something's with him. I could, I didn't think he was like Cody. Cody uh, was kind of a little twisted too. Yeah, Co- Cody couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> hey, everyone, when they they. They they're under the influence, acts different ways. Cody got the giggles. So, and, and I'm I'm assuming yeah. that is it was only it was it, they got drunk because I don't think they would have got high and they would have let them go on the press conference. Yeah, I don't think so either. But yeah, so yeah, they had a couple of drinks. They were happy. They were excited, and that's it. Pretty good stuff. Um, I also like um, st- sticking with the press conference right now. Um, John Cena. He was asked about like the writer strike and everything, and he basically said, if the writer strike is over, he has to get back to work. So it's kind of weird, like what kind of story they, they'll have for they'll have for him. So I don't know if it'll be. Did you hear what happened with the writer strike? By the way, what happened? Did you hear what happened with the writer strike? By the way, no. 
they're at a snag again because they wanted a 2% share of streaming revenue and the, the company said no. So now it, it looks like the strike is going to be going for a lot longer because they refused to budge the 2%. So I think we're going to have seen up for a lot longer than, than people were thinking at first. Okay, that's good. And now it opens, I guess, keeps the door open for The Rock. Because the only reason I'm bringing that up is because John Cena basically said when the strike is over, he has to go back to work because there's a lot of people depending on him and so on and so on. And he can't do both because of liability and everything. Um, the Rock in another interview said that he makes his own schedule. And he could work WrestleMania around everything. So let's see how true that is if the strike ends. Uh, okay, so let's move on to, I guess, since it was NXT Mania, let's leave that for the end. Um, AEW? Yes? No? AEW again? So, no. I, I love the first I'm match. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I, I saw the first match because you did say, oh, oh the great first match. I, I liked it. After that, I tuned out and went yeah. to sleep because yeah. I already had watched it. I yeah, I, I haven't caught up yet. I gave, I gave, um, since I'm, I'm, a, I love AEW a lot. I'm a big AEW fan, and I know Raymond's more on the WWE side. I gave him a heads up, but um, yeah, the first match I thought was really, really good. The other matches were okay. I watched the whole show because I was expecting a surprise. I was like, "There's no way Tony Khan is." has this lineup, and this is all he's going to bring. The lineup was good wrestling, but we've learned already that good wrestling is not going to beat entertainment, or star power, and all of that. So I was waiting for that big surprise or that big thing to happen. It wasn't. Um, the Edge thing wasn't shocking. It was his first match. We were expecting it. I'm sure that part got a lot of ratings also. Um, so my, my, the only thing that stood out for me was... Um, um, Brian's match with Swerve. What else? Um, MJF seems like he has something going on with the claim. It looks a little weird. Did you guys see that or no? I did not. No, neither did I. No? No. Um, it, yes. Um, I don't know his name. <laughs> the From the claim. I'm not sure if it's his name, but it seems like he has a crush. Oh, Who? Sir. What? Anthony Bowens or Max Caster? Max Caster. He has a seems like he has a crush on MJF, and they had like two segments in the back, and he basically said that MJF is playing hard to get. So it's it's taking. Which, wait, 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 are they both like? Because uh, I know the other one is. Um, yeah, I think either gay or bisexual. And see, this one the same or no? I didn't or know. This, like, a story? I, I always I always knew about Bowen. I never knew about Max Caster. So, so it was new to me with this story that's going on right now. Because this story is basically oh. saying that he has a crush on MJF. And MJF, he believes that MJF is playing hard to get with him. Okay. So, yeah. So, that's what... That's Breaking the, news there. All right. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Yeah. So, that, that stood out because it, it seemed a little weird. And then um, Christian making fun of Judgment Day while there's a guy dressed up like a T-Rex behind him. But besides that, I I, I thought the show, <laughs> the, the show was decent. It it wasn't nothing to compete. I think maybe WWE overdid it. But I don't know. That, that's just my thoughts. I think WWE took out all the guns and everything for for nothing. Yeah, and I feel like what I, I think I sent it to you guys earlier. The Tony Khan uh, tweet that he was saying that he lost respect for I think WWE. And for Undertaker and 
think he's a Triple H, I'm not mistaken. I think they would have done good with just Undertaker. Oh yeah. I I think there was no okay. there was no real use for for Heyman and and Cena. Oscar was good there, and and having Undertaker show up in the end, I think they would have did fine just with that. But okay, the Co- the Cody's major announcement wasn't major to me, but that I mean, I I don't know what I was expecting for the major announcement, but it was okay, not major. I thought it was gonna be talking about the trade. I guess I've been traded. To NXT? You know, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> to NXT or to SmackDown or something. I was like, all right, but anyway. But I know like, with Tony Khan and that little tweet, he was like, I lost respect because, you know, and and because I think he was trying to shoot at the NXT not hitting even one point a million people. It was less than a million people. Right. And that they've been on shows. they always been on shows that were having higher ratings. I don't know. I thought Tony Khan was just complaining like a little pussy. Anyway, I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead. But he did call Tony Khan has got to put the fight. Like, we all thought y'all thought to- Donald Trump was bad with the tweets. Tony Khan is like fifty times worse. Like, shut up! Like you don't need to be saying that. Like, you're like, well, you know, in the first time ever in the history of their careers, Undertaker and John Cena to sell under a million viewers. Wait, 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 bro! As soon as everybody has gone shit from a- WWE to AEW, your shows automatically are under a million viewers. All those guys. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> Deal with the fact that you lost by 300,000 views. Now, great. The WWE, I thought, was a little petty going to, like, having The Undertaker, John Cena, Paul Heyman, Jesus Christ, Mahatma Gandhi. Like, <laughs> I felt like everybody was being brought in here for the show. thought it was a little petty. But, like, bro, just take the L. Yeah. Like, you still did over 600,000 viewers on a night that's not your normal night. Exactly. In this world that we're in the streaming world all the shit that we're in that's a win and you just turned it into a little jealousy shit and god just take the phone away and again trump is better with tweet than you are <laughs> i never thought i'd say that trump is the worst when it came to tweeting shit that he shouldn't have tweeted tony khan i think is taking the cake here yeah i thought the ratings were decent you should left he should have left it alone uh, uh now if you guys got like two million or three then that would have been really bad I, um six to nine for me that's okay and like I said, you didn't come with no blazing guns. You came up with a good lineup of good wrestling, but it, it wasn't going to catch people's attention. People don't, don't care about great wrestling or good wrestling. They care about the Brian thing, and you could tune off and come back on because you know Edge was the main event, and that's it. There was an hour and a half there that people were going to skip. Um, yeah, besides that, I guess moving on. Um, besides that, I got a bunch of different news coming out. Like um, today, Ronda Rousey has said she's retired from WWE and MMA. So I guess we won't see Wait, her. Wait, she officially retired? She retired from both. She's just going to be a, a, a happy mom and wife and and that's it. Uh, I, I don't believe her. I'm, I'm pretty sure money talks. If three years from now, maybe next year, two years, she gets bored on her farm. And she needs money. But that farm life, it does it to people. Like, you don't really have that same crazy lifestyle where you have to have millions of dollars coming in. But we'll see if we ever see her again in the ring or, you know, in the UFC. Um, but then, oh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, but then she even uh, leave WWE. Yeah, the rumors were that she was leaving WWE to go back to do a... Uh, a quick comeback at UFC since basically the top people were guard for the women's division, but it seems like she, uh, I don't know. 
for some reason she said she's been sorry. Maybe she tried out, not tried out, but um, try to get back into it, and she just wasn't feeling it. I don't know. I mean, it, that's not an easy sport to just jump back in and be like, okay, I'm ready to fight. So we'll see. Yeah. Like if. I don't, like, I don't, yep. Yeah. She'll get the edge at some point. <laughs> um, Karen yeah, Cross. What? I'm sorry. Mark, Mark Raymond, speak. Hurry up. Go. <laughs> she got what? Well, I was going to say, when Rousey, um, yeah, I don't think her impact in WWE was all that great anyway. So, and I don't think the fans accepted her in any fashion. They usually do. So, I think that's probably one of the reasons she's probably like, nah, I'm, I'm done with it. Yeah, she tried to use that that whole gimmick of of the fans are stupid, wrestling is fake, about and it just didn't work for her. Um, Karrion Cross, Karrion Cross posted a picture of him and it says, um, basically like um, it's almost time. So I'm guessing he's gonna make some kind of comeback. He's been out of. T- I'm, ho- I'm hoping that it's not him, just like his contract's up and it's uh, not that. <laughs> I'm- it could be that too, because he just it just says almost time. So it's almost time for him to come back. Is it almost time for his contract to be up? I don't know. I mean, they- they're using his wife a lot, so that's a good thing. She's hosting. Mm-hmm. She's hosting Halloween Havoc, and they have this Halloween show on Peacock, where they go into like different haunted places. So at least they- they're using her. So maybe they have something for him soon. Um, Ross was supposed to have sort of uh, faction, right? Like he was supposed to be because he was talking about having followers or something like that. I think that was like a few weeks ago. There was a vignette of that. Uh, I I'm wondering so. if that's what. I hope he had something like that in um, Lucha Underground when he he was known as the White Rabbit, and it was which was some good stuff too. Yeah, it was like the Alice in Wonderland thing. He was the White Rabbit, or but um, he had a l- couple of people. He had Paul London with him and everything. So I hope they do something with him because he's not just this big muscle bully guy. He, he can act. He, there's different things for him to do. And he's a Triple H guy. And as we know now, I don't know if you guys saw it, it was another breaking news. Um, Triple H is in charge of creative all by himself. So one thing came good from this merger. So wait, that's why I confirm. Vinnie Mac is not going to do anything at all with Kratom, or does it still get run through him? Um, as of right now, we haven't heard anything about um, about Vince McMahon in charge. It was it was announced that and um, with the merger and everything that they handed Triple H the creative. He's in charge of creative for WWE. Or, oh, and well, both of these, let's see. Yeah, all so, right. So it's all by himself. So. I guess somebody saw what he was doing or what he was doing before, how the ratings were, and they're gonna leave him in charge and keep him happy, which I think is the best thing for WWE to do. Um, another rumor going out there: um, supposedly after Crown Jewel, we're gonna see a big push and story for Survivor Series, and they're bringing back the um, War Games, but as of right now, it's only for the men's. You guys looking forward for that or? I love board games. Board games is pretty cool. I mean, I'm curious. It's probably going to be what Judgment Day against like Cody and Jay and that shit. Or are they going to mix a Judgment Day and Bloodline mix? I think it's that. 
for I think for the for the heels, the bad guys, it's gonna you know, be LA Knight, Cody and um Jay Uso against Jimmy Uso, Solo, Priest and Valor, maybe something like that. Yeah, the super all the superheroes versus all the big yeah. villains. I'd love to see a hurt uh, like almost had hurt business. Oh my god. Um Street Profits and Bobby Lashley uh like you know, they add the four. So it's supposed to be Odyssey Jones. I don't know if you heard that in the uh, rumor oh, mill. Oh no, I didn't hear that. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, Odyssey Jones. They haven't used got called out that they're gonna put him in that group. Like that'd be great and have them feud with some type of group or something in a war game style match. Although personally, I'd rather see Jade Cargill join their group. But since they're on SmackDown and Jade's rumor to go to Raw, right. I don't think that's. But but um, for her to join that group, that group would have to hang out in the parking lot. <laughs> In, remember in the beginning when they were doing like the first promos that they were actually in the parking lot. Yeah, so they're gonna have to do that promo, and then when she walks by in the parking lot, they can bump into each other and be like, "Hey," and then start talking. Because if you're not hanging out in the parking lot, you're not gonna see Jay. Oh, sure, you got you got to be the parking lot, it's the only spot. Yeah. Um, it happened again, guys. It it, it it was supposed to be like the most impossible thing to happen, and it happened. We got to see one wrestler on both channels at the same time. Did you guys catch that or no? I couldn't see him. I... <laughs> <laughs> um, if you guys are missing this or whatever, it was um, John Cena. He was in the ring on um, NXT, and if you flip the channel on the right time, he was at the picture on picture, on picture for AEW. They were promoting on um, Wipeout. So he was on both channels. So basically he was on AEW, and NXT at the same time. We haven't had that since Rick Rude did that, so it's like one of those <laughs> once in a lifetime things. <laughs> I don't know if it counts, but all right, <laughs> it, it counts. Trust it. me, it counts. A lot of people are talking about That's it not and making the same it count. Thing, though, right there. <laughs> it, it, it's on two channels. So he, he was basically on AEW TV. I don't <laughs> it's the same thing. You change the channel, he's on both at the same time. That's, like, awesome. Back to NXT, though. We forgot. I thought it was one of the best parts, and a lot, not that many people are talking about it. Paul Heyman backstage talking to Ava. Mm. I, when I saw that, I, I was excited. I think it's, it's very cool. I'm hoping that's not the only time we see it or they talk about it, especially with Roman coming back. I mean, there's so many things they could do with that. Now they're amping up. Huh? They're amping up. Yeah. I, I mean... Her, they they could like try to brainwash her. They could use her against um the Rock or I mean, there's so many ways they could go with that. And remember, the Rock said if he does something, he wants to be special. This could be something big that basically like we got your daughter and I don't know. He wants to to his daughter, so to speak. Yeah, so I don't know. That looks very interesting to me. I want to see Ava low blow the Rock in the big match. Oh her. wow! <laughs> I, I didn't even think of something like that. You went yeah. okay. Okay, okay, okay. Like Roman put me in, like after my my, my, my schism family ditched me, and the, the bloodline took me in. Where were you, Dad? You <laughs> came back to SmackDown. You had no, you didn't bother to check on me after everything that happened. How could you? It it, it, it writes itself. <laughs> um. So I keep going back and forth. The press conference. Um. It was it was told by a couple of people. They said that was there. They were told not to bring up any questions or statements about CM Punk. So people are running with that, like, oh, they're trying to keep it a secret. Um, lately, there's been going some news saying that um, WWE has turned down CM Punk. 
and they have no interest of him coming back. Um, one good investigator, whatever, said that this article came from a year ago, and everyone's just basically milking it and throwing it around. But even if it's true that WWE said they're not talking to CM Punk, they're turning down all ideas. What sounds better? We're not talking to him, and he shows up in November, or we say we might be we're interested, and he shows up. The best thing for them to say is that they're not talking to him, and let it be a big surprise. So I'm not really sure where everybody's running around with this story of that WWE has no interest in CM Punk, and it's over, and he's going to retire, and that's it. Listen, they said a thousand times on Vince, and I mean, now Triple H says it. Anything can happen in the world of wrestling entertainment. Yeah. It's... It's, it's you know it was what's good for business. If it's good for business, they're going to do it. So, wait. Let's remember Triple H stole that line from his father-in-law. In the words of Vince McMahon, oh, "What was that? We lost you." Wait, you didn't hear my Vince McMahon impression? No, no. I thought I thought you I thought you started it and then you started choking. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been. It could have actually been the impression of it. Just, I just how you, how you um, my Vince, it's, it's a little raspy, but yeah, basically Vince would always say anything could happen in the World Wrestling Federation. You know, that was always his line. Right. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that that didn't come through at all. <laughs> I think might have been blessed there. See, I, 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 I'll take those rumors of CM Punk and and whatever, and play with those rumors. The the whole thing of the last three weeks of Raw, they have been. Um, Comments or little secrets for CM Punk. I don't. I don't. I don't believe those. Now, now the last one is um, Nakamura doing the GTS. So they're like, oh, that's 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 a sign that for CM Punk. I think people are stretching now, but it is kind of weird that it's three weeks in a row. It's out of a promo, or now it's his finisher move. So is WWE that creative to do like little stuff like that you think or it's just a big coincidence yes no they they that creative number they did the white rabbit and people saw that little barcode and that led to a whole bunch of you know I mean uh puzzles yeah I, I think they're that creative okay I yeah I thought people were far-fetching but I was like okay um and then the, another crazy thing FTR lost their titles doing I believe it was a collision of last week and then they posted on what I call Twitter um, a great run. And they had, like, pictures of them. And one of the pictures, of course, is with CM Punk and all that. And so a lot of people are taking that as they are done with AEW. And they're going to follow CM Punk wherever he goes. So I'm not sure if their their, their contract is up or they just talk their way out of their contract. Because I could I could have swore that they just re-signed. They, they did resign, and yeah. it's like like I think it was like four or five years. But what what bugged me more is I'm happy for you know I mean I, I don't like Ricky Starks anymore, but I mean, I'm happy in general for like Big Cast or Big Bill or Big Thrill or whatever the fuck his name is now. <laughs> but to do it in front of 37 people, I mean that just you know I, you, the pictures like I understand they only sold like like 2,000 tickets. Yeah, but bro, like. You know people can take photos of them posing the titles. You see literally empty seats. Like, I probably could, could freaking, like, I don't even, like, I, I I don't know. Like, they give tickets away even? Like, the people refuse free tickets? Like, I don't understand. I, I, like, I, 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 I'm not saying, um, I know I, I protect AEW a lot. I just think it's the towns they're picking. Like, right now, I just saw they're promoting Erie um, 
Pennsylvania. Does WWE even go there? Like, it's like they're picking the small towns and the towns that WWE doesn't go to try to catch new fans. Right, they go in there, but they're also pulling venues that they can't sell out. Yeah, and I'm, I'm assuming maybe maybe the rent is a lot cheaper, and you can go there, but yeah, that town is just not a wrestling town. Because I remember that, um, I, I before I used to travel to Trenton, New Jersey. I mean, it's not the best part of New Jersey, but it's it, you have to drive a little. And I always got like seats in the first two rows when I wanted to go to a house show or anything for WWE, and it was like the best time. There's no way I could get those seats in anywhere in Brooklyn or in MSG or anything. You have to drive a little out. So that's why I think, I don't know if it's because of the rent or they're just trying to look for new fans that WWE is not um, being able to reach. But whatever they're doing, they're failing. It's not working. If, if I was dumb, I, right now, you got to stick with um, Arthur Ashe Stadium. You have to stick with Chicago. Um, so stick for Florida. I have a quick, Yo, go, I have take a quick over. question. Yep. Yeah, so my question is this, because if I'm not mistaken, AEW, even from the beginning, were always going to these small arenas. They were always going, you know, near where WWE would go, but always like outside that arena, like you said. Mm-hmm. But weren't they able to pull crowds at that time frame? And I feel like now, because I know you called me a hater when I posted, I was like, because I, I know it's automatically collision. I was like, it's dark in there. Like, it is black. Like, when you look at the audience, it was like almost only the first five rows. Yeah. But, um, Anyway, but I'm noticing like the attendance hasn't been that great, and I think it's more of people falling out of love with AEW. Is my opinion. I, I think it's, I'm, I'll stick with it until until I see an empty Arthur Ashe or empty um when they go to Chicago that's empty. Then we be like, oh shit, AEW is in trouble. It's just I think it's the towns they're picking. Sh- show me a big a Mohegan Sun or something that you can't sell out. Then I'll be like, okay. If you keep pick going to these little towns that I don't know nothing about. And I usually hear, like, I, before they went to Virginia, uh, and it was called, um, I think it was called Regina. Oh, yeah. I never, I, I never knew there was a town called that. I'm sorry. And it, it caught my eye and my ear. <laughs> but they're, they're, they're going to towns that I've never heard before. So I, I'm really thinking that they're going, like, they're really trying to reach new wrestling fans. Like, look, we're AEW. Come follow us. Um, I also heard this crazy thing that... um. Supposedly they're really bad when it comes to promoting. Um, like the towns they're at, there's there's like no sign saying AEW is here next week. Um, you, when a WWE show finishes and you're walking out, the t- the ticket windows are already open selling the tickets for the next show when they come back in three months. AEW doesn't do that. Um, so let me ask. Yeah, go. I have one more question. Go. In the long run, isn't AEW hurting itself? Because obviously, what's making money for the company is merchandise, uh, t shirts, or autographs, whatever. Them going to these small arenas and they're not putting them out, they're not making money there. They're hurting themselves in the long run. Long run. Is that something that you think they can continue to do? Um, just because I think Tony Khan is filthy rich, I don't think right now he cares about that. And that's the only reason. Because anybody else would have to be like, holy shit, we need to like take a step back, rewind. Maybe we just stick at a, our own performance center and train there for, for a while. And like, I mean, do like small, smaller shows and smaller arenas. Because it has to be hurting their money. But I just think Tony Khan is making money in his house. And he just doesn't, doesn't care about the, the profit right now. 
So I don't know. But but back to what I was saying, because there's like a little connection to it. The person that's in charge of promoting like these events and everything is um Jeff Jarrett. And I heard that they had the same issue with impact. Like um there was a story with AJ Styles. He was checking into a hotel and the guy that was checking him in was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm your biggest fan. And everything, what are you doing here? And AJ was like, um, I'm performing tomorrow right across the street. So there's like no big promotion or ad saying, hey, this week Impact is here. This week AEW is here. So I'm not saying it's Jeff Jarrett's fault, but it just seems like there's no big promotion of saying, come watch us, we're going to be here. So, one more question. There is definitely a connection. Trust me on that. <laughs> I, I, my question is because Jeff Jarrett had that same job with WWE. Obviously, he's no longer with WWE. Exactly. Do you think this is also a connection to that? Yeah, I, that I, 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 would, I, would, I would like to think that this issue's been going on before J- Jeff Jarrett got the job in AEW. But, I mean, it doesn't help. I, um, real, real quick, I, I mean, it's very important to promote yourself and all that. Uh, me as a, a personal trainer and everything, I had to go. I had to go over to a, another gym, and and become a, their main trainer there. And I looked at their social media when I, the, my first day they're working, they haven't posted anything for like three months. And because of that, it was like very hard to promote myself and everything. So that that's a big key, and it just seems like AEW is not about that. They'll just go to these little towns. Do do a great show of wrestling, but no one's there to watch. Like how why like what Mark said, why would you change titles for a crowd like that? I w- I would have postponed it and waited for for Dynamite. Tuesday, <laughs> <laughs> title Tuesday title, maybe title Tuesday because honestly it was title Tuesday and I I think it was like what, two titles. That's it. Shouldn't it be like all the matches have to do with titles, but I don't know. But I am excited about Brian versus Christian. As am I. Yeah. Let's see what kind of connection for for Edge, but we'll see. I can't wait for Christian's promos. I'll say how Bert, he can't wait to be Birdie's father figure. I just can't wait for this. Oh. I, I know it's coming. Well, he, you heard him already. He said, he said a little Birdie told me. <laughs> so. No, no, but I want to hear, hear him go more in detail. Like he already went towards Death Phoenix and towards Lyric and Ruby. I'm like, oh my God, yes. This is what I've been waiting for this whole time. Yeah, because he... he he brought that. He all he said was a little birdie told me about about him, and then he did did the whole thing about Beth Phoenix and everything about changing the sheets because the new daddy's coming home. Did you catch? He's so good. Yeah. He's so great. Yeah. So besides, that, I think that's going to be interesting, and then we have to see what's going to happen on SmackDown with the return of Roman Reigns. So that should be good. Two months later, but go ahead. Yeah, I mean. I heard somebody else talk about if The Rock and Roman fights, is that fight even like important? So it's going to be two part-timers fighting each other? So. It'll sell out Mania, honestly. What happened? It will sell out WrestleMania. Oh, of course. I, I, I think so, too. I think it might be the biggest match. Okay, since I, since I said that, do you think it's bigger than Hogan versus Rock? It's bigger than Hogan versus Rock in this generation, okay. but I think overall, there's two matches that go ahead of Roman and Rock, which is crazy. There's like so many great matches there's been. The only two matches that go above that, in my opinion, in terms of how important it was to generations and cultures and all that stuff was I'm sure three matches. My apology. Miz and Cena? One is WrestleMania 1, 
Hogan and, and Mr. T versus Piper and Orndorff because okay. of how what it that, that was the leapfrogging point. Rock and wrestling, all this kind of stuff, all this crazy stuff that happened. Number two, Hogan and Andre. Okay. Again. Huh? No, it's okay. Yeah, and three is um, Hogan Rock because remember the the, the, the whole alliance storyline and then it was basically one generation passing the torch to the other, which that was really the only time we've ever had that. How important it was. It's different with Roman and Rock. It's going to be a, like amazing in terms of like what the fanfare it's going to draw. Yeah. But it's not going to have the same passing torch moment as Roman Reigns already has had the torch. The Rock, when The Rock took on Hogan, was the top guy for about maybe a year and a half, two years. Roman's been the top dog for what seven years now? Yeah, eight years. I doesn't I, have the same impact. I think this might be one of the biggest matches ever, only because of the two guys that's in there and because they attract so many people. There's so many girls that hate wrestling, but they know who Roman Reigns is. He's the good-looking guy, and 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 that's it, and that's all they care about. And they know The Rock. Um, and, they, and who doesn't know about the guy who makes all the movies in the jungle? There's a, there's a big generation that doesn't know The Rock as a wrestler. They only know him as an actor. So you have his wrestling fans, you have his movie fans, all of this. And I, yeah, just because you're going to have so many fans or viewers watching this for so many reasons, and it's going to get picked up by every single news and television shows and everything, forget, so forget it. Um, back to what you were saying, though. I'm going to say um, Hogan versus Rock as wrestling fans, very big. And Hogan um, versus Andre, probably one of the biggest matches ever. Because I know, once again, non-wrestling fans that say they remember seeing that as a kid. The the WrestleMania 1, I think that's only for like diehard wrestling fans. Because there's so many people that don't even remember WrestleMania 1, even though it was the beginning of everything. But yeah, to to a lot of people, the importance of it, bro. The importance of it. No, no, I know that. But but the importance, like, like as for like viewers and people like to talk about wrestling, like, like I said, I just had a conversation. I think last week or two weeks ago with someone who doesn't watch wrestling, but since they know I like wrestling, they brought it up, and that was their first match they ever saw, and they remember it clearly. It was Hogan slamming Giant and all that, and for them, that's probably WrestleMania one to them. They have no idea that there was two more before that one. But those. if that could stand out and and attract non wrestling fans, then it it did its job. Which I know this is going way off. What didn't do its job, which I'm totally shocked, is um Bad Bunny fighting in Puerto Rico. I have bumped into so many Puerto Ricans, and they had no idea that Bad Bunny was a wrestler. So I feel like WWE somehow that's surprising to me. Yes, so it was surprising to me too. I was like, you you listen to his music, you like him, yeah. I was like, you know he wrestled, right? No, he did it. And I showed him like highlights. They was like, holy shit, I have to watch this fight. And I was like, it gets, it gets even better. It was in Puerto Rico. They was like, no way. Like, I was like, so there was something that WWE missed out, reaching out to everybody. But yeah. Anyway, sorry. They need to tell Mundo. <laughs> they, yeah. they promoted it a lot, so I don't understand. I mean, these people must be living under a rock or something that you talk to. Hey, you said it. I can't. I can't say it. And they might be listening to this podcast too. So. Oh my god! <laughs> you you say <laughs> it. You, you be the bad one. Get a helmet, like. <laughs> I wonder if anybody actually got that reference or not. Probably not. <laughs> anyway, guys, um, that is almost a wrap. It's not a wrap yet until we give our shout outs. I did mine already. You did? Which, 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 what was, what was yours? Caesar Sportsbook for my winning $102 this week. 
we're supporting gambling. Great. <laughs> we just went ready just for that. You might as well smoke a cigarette and, and um, crack a beer over your head. Literally, before this podcast even started, so fine. Um, the Universe this Saturday, um, Kane will be there. Kane is coming. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, he will. He will. He'll be this Saturday from I believe it's from one to four. So don't miss it. Go to Wrestling Universe in Queens, New York. Uh, Raymond, save the world. Time to save, <laughs> it's time to save the world. <laughs> All right, so please visit. Uh, give kids the world on Facebook and Parts of Reality. Uh, they do have a special event, as I mentioned a few times, in Orlando in December. And I believe if you, there are tickets for a dolphin swim with a lot of the uh, reality stars there. So definitely a great value and great meet and greet events there with wrestlers as well. All right, guys, that's a wrap. Thank you all for listening to us and supporting us in any way you can. I'll talk to you guys soon. Good luck with everything. Be safe. Have fun. And Orange Cassidy sucks. He won the title. And it's not important. <laughs> Moxie couldn't make it, and he he stepped he stepped up, and he's a great representative for that title. What a shame. Wrestler of the year. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. Bye. <laughs>